You know, my friend, weather-wise, we have entered spooky season, so I would like to start the episode by asking you, what is your favorite Halloween costume that you've been of all time, like of your whole life? What was your fave? My favorite Halloween costume was when Lauren and I, my best friend and I, Shout were out to you, Lauren. We love you. Black Swan and White Swan. <gasps> oh my god. <laughs> I, I was love a White that. Swan. Oh my god, you were? I was. Yeah, she's definitely the Black Swan. <laughs> <laughs> Between us? Yeah. And is. you guys. No. And we were just so cute. It was so fun. It was, um, there was a Pretty Lights concert at the garden oh that God. night. And we went a with blast. a bunch of our friends. I'm sure we did a ton of drugs. Yeah. And yeah, it was just a great time. As you, you know what's so funny that you costume. say that? When I was thinking of questions to start this episode, my first question that came to my mind was, what's your favorite drug? <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know why, but probably just feeling out this conversation. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, and this year we're gonna we have a fun yeah team Halloween we get do. up we can't we wait do. we'll definitely no post some pictures yeah. to the gram yeah <laughs> no it's gonna be adorable okay my friend well welcome to Ask the Garden Grows thank you so much how are you thank you for joining us <laughs> thank you for having me <laughs> thank you for I don't having know that me I have much of a choice but yeah <laughs> <laughs> it is required um, I'm doing well um, my favorite Halloween costume actually I just would like to share with you quickly Please. was in college one year because I love a minimal costume so one year I did wear just a costume t-shirt inspired by um, Alex from Wizards of Waverly Place so Lena Gomez just you might know her just said costume, costume. yeah love and I it. thought like how irreverent yeah but the next year I actually had a live strong shirt <laughs> okay and it was right around the time of that one ball scandal. Okay, yeah. So I simply covered it in blood and wore my Livestrong band and said, I'm Lance Armstrong's reputation. Oh, wow. Fun. Because yeah. I like a layered thing. Yeah, you, you know, for sure. You, you know like me. a thinker. I like a thinker. Yeah. A head scratcher. Yeah. Now, how are you doing, my love? You know what? I want to, excuse me, um, before you say anything. Welcome the host of As the Garden Grows. Cannabis entrepreneur, <laughs> good time girl. She has her master. She's inspiring. She's a yoga teacher. She is just the favorite in this Roslindale community. It's Miss Kijana Rose. <laughs> Welcome to House of Garden Grows. Thank you. There's an intro for you. I I'm like blown away right now. <laughs> I'm so I'm, glad. I'm speechless. I'm so glad. I don't even know what to say. I'll do a new one every time. <laughs> <laughs> what if I say things that aren't true? I'm like, will champion hang glider? She's on a rose. She fell out of her seat. I really did. Y'all. I... <laughs> oh my gosh. Shall we get right into the star cast? My Please. Let's do it. Let's see what's in the stars. We've got some stuff. Let's go. I'm sure it. you're not surprised. Um, on the 20th. <laughs> <laughs> There's one thing I can say about my friend Kijana Rose intro before. She does not get surprised. Not anymore. No, nope. Not. You won't hear me say I'm shocked. No, not any, not these days. Okay, so we're talking about the 26th, Monday to the 2nd, getting into October, Sunday. So on 26th, Monday, we have the sun in Libra is opposite Jupiter and Aries. Cool, cool, cool. How do they do there? I think that's cool because the sun is doesn't necessarily love to be in Libra. Okay. But is uh, exalted in Aries. So getting some love from Jupiter mm. and its sign of exaltation can be really Send like... some good vibes. Yes. Anytime oh there's an aspect with Jupiter, it's like there's some... There, good it's, stuff. Hopefully. I mean, it's on the other side of it. It also could be like whatever's happening will get a little bit bigger in mm. that area. But usually in, in, you know, a 
a good way, Bigger a positive way. way. Yeah. Nice. Hopefully. Hopefully. We'll see. You'll find out on Monday. Um, on Tuesday, the 27th, we actually have two trines. So we have Mercury in Virgo with Pluto and Capricorn. And then we also have Mars in Gemini with Saturn and Aquarius. So Mercury's in Virgo. It's trining Pluto and Capricorn. Yep. And then Mars is in Gemini and it's trining Saturn and Aquarius. Correct. Got you, got you, got you. Well, happening on the same day. Yeah. I mean, definitely that's a lot of, you know, energy. It's trines are powerful. They're generally a, a supportive aspect. Um, you know, Mercury, I mean, with Pluto, a trine may not feel supportive, but I think the idea with, especially with astrology is like, you know, trust that things are going in the way that they're going yeah. and like, this is the way it's mapped out. Right. Um, and it definitely can be just in terms of either the way you're communicating or maybe a conversation might, it might look like it might, something might happen with Pluto. It's not necessarily, it's more like a change, a transformation. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it could have to do with communication or that kind of thing that, you know, the things that Mercury rules. But I wouldn't necessarily fear it. As far as the trine with Mars and Saturn, I would say that that's going to be a little bit more of the intense, where like intensity is coming from. Okay. Um, because those are just two really intense energies in and of themselves. Um, but, you know... I, the way that I look at it is that Mars is getting some support from Saturn. Okay. And, you know, it's hard to figure out how much the two malefics can, like, how much they really support each other. But I definitely think they interact with each other and they affect each other a lot. Definitely. So, you know, just the awareness of the fact that Mars is in a sign that's trining the sign that Saturn's in and, and is going to be for some time, I think is just something to have. In the back of your mind. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I always get a little on edge when Saturn is in Aquarius just because, like, that's just, like, a lot of energy and it's at home and it's emboldened. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I don't do super well with that whole energy. Well, yeah. I mean, Saturn. It's going to be for a long time, right? Yeah. Because, I mean, you're going through your Saturn return yeah. right now. So I can understand why, you know, it might not feel as great for yeah. you. I mean, the good thing is it's there for another year, less than a year. Yeah. And then it's not going to be back there for, you know, 27, 27 more. Yeah. yeah. So you're good to Things go for different. some time. Things will be different. But I definitely <laughs> think because especially you're coming down the kind of home stretch of this Saturn return yeah. and this Saturn in Aquarius time, it is starting to feel a little sticky. Like we're really getting into like Agreed. the nitty gritty of it. We're in these higher degrees of Aquarius. Saturn is in these higher degrees of Aquarius. We're moving into these higher degrees of Aquarius. And that's going to start to feel... You know, those, the last 10 degrees are, there's a lot of intense Aquarian yeah. energy mm -hmm. in there. And yes, to your point, Saturn is in its rulership. So it's Saturning Pop, hard. Yeah, you know what I mean? For sure. Yeah. So I think that. Doing what it does. Mm -hmm. So I yeah, it, it definitely feels a little sticky, I think. Yeah. And when is that going to be over? March, March 2023. 2023. Okay. Wow. A long time coming. Yeah. I think end of March. Nice. Okay, so back to the present. On Thursday the 29th, we have um, Venus entering Libra, and our Comic Girl series enters Virgo. Nice. Yeah. That's really sweet. I think especially Venus entering Libra because obviously it rules Libra, so yeah. it's home, and it's just going to be hopefully like, you know, Libra season in general and like the Libra new moon, which is today actually – 
is very much so about like new relationships and things like that. And so I think with Venus entering its sign during Libra season, it's very much like supporting Mm -hmm. that idea of like building new relationships and not even just new relationships, but like finding new ways to like enjoy beauty and, you know, these things of life that, yeah, Mm -hmm. that Venus really has her hand in. You know what I mean? Dare we say love could be in the air? We could. We could. Some people, for some people it will be. Yeah, for some people it absolutely will be. How fun. Yeah. Oh my God. I love Libra season. I love a sign that's like, let's just be cute. For sure. Let's find some, let's let's all find some balance, calm down, and focus on how cute we could be. Yeah. What a fun, we'll be doing our Libra episode very soon. Nice. Um, Okay, so then on October 1st, the official start of spooky season, one could argue. Um, on that's a Saturday. Venus in Libra is opposite Jupiter and Aries. Nice. So it's funny because we have that trine with the two um malefics, and then we have this opposition with the two benefics. Yeah. And I think this is a really nice opposition. I definitely think it's big blessings, lots of love. You know, Venus is, like I said, in her sign, in her home sign, Libra. Um, Jupiter doesn't necessarily like hit one way or the other in Aries. Um, but you know, it's, it's a great, it's a great opposition. It's a great line of energy to be awakened. Yeah. Especially again at this time, it just seems like whatever you're manifesting for the new moon, there's all these little things built in throughout the season to like, reinvigorate yeah and to really like help you help that all come to manifest i love that yeah you know this is not all an accident people um october 2nd sunday Mm -hmm. finally a reprieve for us all mercury goes direct Mm -hmm. in Mm -hmm. virgo Mm -hmm. but baby she's direct yeah i think mercury going direct in virgo is honestly a great thing yeah what, what's she like in Virgo? Most well, rules Virgo. Oh, she does. Yeah, oh, yeah, nice. yeah. Okay. So home. She's good. Yeah, she's home. And it's nice to see signs in home. I think we have like a lot of planets retrograde right now. We do. So, like five, yeah. maybe. Yeah. I noticed when we set up the little um, setup for Saturday at the farmers market where we were showing the astrology of today, there were like four or five in retrograde. Yeah, I think there's like five planets in retrograde at this moment. So, I mean, I think also Mercury stationing direct will just feel like, oof, you know. Deep side. Yeah, a little bit because there's so much that's kind of like stagnant right now, and it'll feel good for some stuff to really be moving forward. Totally. Um, it's funny because, you know, we say, obviously, every Mercury retrograde is different. This one, for me, like, I didn't notice as much, like, technology things, but I definitely did notice, like, slowness. You know, like, everything felt very slow. Yeah. You know? But I didn't notice as much of, like, oh, my God, my computer, you know? Yeah. Although, I guess I did have to get a new computer during this retrograde, so yeah. I take it back. <laughs> yeah. I definitely had a lot of, like, you know previous like old stuff coming oh back God. up yeah. you know that kind of <laughs> this that, girl's vanquishing all of her old stuff yeah that, definitely working through a lot of old stuff for sure all that stuff was coming back for this mercury retrograde um in real time which was definitely a little bit like jolting at times yeah. but only because actually i mean i, I wouldn't even say jolting because honestly like i, I again just, she can't be surprised and like <laughs> like not to do my own horn but I felt like I handled it all like a pro oh beautifully as you guys probably know opportunities before, for growth You're our mercuries are in we're, are in retrograde in our chart so we don't necessarily like struggle during a mercury retrograde And but the reason why I was you know a little bit like oh that's different is because I usually don't get a lot of that stuff coming up 
during the Mercury retrograde. Right. It's usually like the shadow the periods shadow. that really are activated for me. So I was a little bit like, oh, this is different. But, you know, like I said, most it was part. an intense one. Yeah, for sure. Um, now, what are the things that now that Mercury is going to be direct, like what can we start doing again? You know how the, it's like never sign a contract. You know what I mean? Like, is there any other stuff? I mean, I think, to be honest with you, they say, like, not to get in a relationship during a Mercury retrograde. Yeah, and, that like, makes sense. You know what I mean? Like, not to commit yourself to anything, basically. Yeah. So, if anything, I think it would just be to, like, reevaluate what you're committed to mm-hmm. and just, you know, you can recommit or, or go in on a commitment that you've been thinking about or mulling over. That being said, like, even during a Mercury retrograde, if you have a contract or something that you've been thinking about for a long time... Yeah. And the Mercury goes into retrograde. It's like that don't doesn't mean, yeah, you don't have to wait. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like 100%. until Mercury's station direct to sign a contract or yeah. something. It's like it's it's more like don't make a rush decision. Yeah, it's more like if it's you're in retrograde, you're like, should I move today? Yeah, Break my lease. That's you know very I mean? unnatural. Like, that kind of yeah, <laughs> that's, that's very unnatural. It's like it's very unintuitive yeah. to do in a Mercury in a Mercury retrograde because like the whole point of that time is to like take your time and think about things and review things. So Got it. it just wouldn't be like in alignment to be like, oh, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to go get a new apartment today. Totally. That kind of thing. So spend this last week getting all your lessons and reflections and then we're going direct on Sunday the 2nd. Yeah. Very exciting. Mm-hmm. Okay, my friend. Now I would love for us to get, we have of course, an interview with our girl Ange later. But first, I'd love for us to do a little off-topic catch-up. Okay, cool. Just have a little chat about things we love. So I would love to ask you, in terms of the MCU, our favorite combined passion, how are you loving She-Hulk? I definitely like it a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's super fun. I love Nikki, and I love Pug. They're my face. Oh and God. I love Mallory. I love all the side characters. Fabulous. Fabulous supporting characters. Yeah, and I love She-Hulk, yeah. too. Like, no, she's great. She's awesome, Tatiana Maslany. She's Hulk. Yeah, she is. Um, I love Shulky, though. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> she called her that in this week's episode. But, yeah, I really, really love, like, the side characters. Madison. I love all the B stories. <laughs> Madison's um, an iconic mm-hmm, character. If mm-hmm. she doesn't come back, I'll be upset. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I think it's a really good show. It's definitely not my favorite Marvel show by yeah. any means, but I do, like, like the comedic nature of it. Totally. It took a little bit to get into its vibe. Yeah. And like, like, and the pacing was the really weird for me. Was gonna at be, first. Yeah. 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 It took me like a minute to like just like accept it for what it is. I think it I, took them a minute too to realize like what they wanted it to be. Because yeah. honestly, like in terms of the first, what are we at? Five episodes now? Six. Six? Yeah. yeah. Like the first ones are not the same as the middle one. Like we definitely totally. get into like, our groove. Yeah. It's definitely broken up a little bit. You know? Bit, but I totally agree with you. Super different in terms of just the style of content yeah. for, for the MCU, but I really and like, like it. breaking the fourth wall. Yeah. I love those moments. I do. I think she's just such a cool character. And now that um, she's been on, I've just been noticing like in all the like big comic arcs I'm ever reading about, like she's in a lot of stuff. Oh yeah, like, she's been she around is, since the eighties. Yeah, I think nineteen eighty was stuff. when. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, she's been around in a lot of stuff. I yeah. mean, she's been around. She's been in all the big. The big events, no, for 100%. sure. Yeah, no, she's she's a big deal in the, in the Marvel comics, and I think she will be a big deal in the MCU. She's a she's a really big deal, mm-hmm. and I think she's gonna be around for a long time. I think it's gonna be so sure. fun. Mm-hmm. Now, um, we I would like to first discuss the abomination that was Disney Plus Day. Oh, <laughs> and the D twenty three alleged conference where. 
Little incels on Reddit have been going crazy for weeks telling us various announcements we're going to be oh getting. Oh, my God. The, the type of... We thought we were getting... I thought I was getting Fantastic Four We casting. thought we were getting Glenn Powell. <laughs> a I Cyclops. X-Men casting. I thought I was getting X-Men. We thought we were getting, as you said, the Fantastic Four casting. We thought we were getting a, Eternals Doom. 2 announced. Like, all this John crazy Chase stuff. Too. And was then anything announced? There, I there was simply the director, yeah, just the director of Fantastic, Fantastic Four, Four, which it's like Congrats. literally don't Sorry. give us that crumb. I don't <laughs> want that. Don't make an announcement out of that. You lump that in with everything else. Don't come to me like you have an announcement and you're telling me the direct. Like, what's next? The craft services? We're gonna, you know what I mean? Like, where does it end? I don't care. That was. I want to know who like, the Fantastic Four are. Just are you casting Taraji like what? my friend Kijana asked? I'm. I'm wondering. I would love it, but I know it's not happening. I, I did hear about someone recently that I did like, oh, um, Alexandra Daddario. Oh. I liked her. Okay. Storm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I can see that. With the eyes. Yeah. Yeah, I like her. I could definitely see that. There are new rumors out every day about those yeah. damn Fantastic Four people. People just write whatever they want. People just write whatever they want. And there's like stuff like in Dumois every day that's like, it's this person. It's, it's like, you're, you're not okay. I'm over it. They obviously haven't decided. Yeah. No, I'm. Completely over it. Now, what did you think of... Oh, I guess we also did get the Werewolf by Night trailer. True. True. And what did I, you think of that? It's totally different. It's black so and white. It's yeah. horror. It seems but it's spooky. Also a comedy. But it's also hilarious, allegedly. It's all new people. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I'm like, yeah, that's going to be something to watch for sure. <laughs> I I would not miss, like, a Marvel content. Like, I've watched no. I Am Groot, as you know. Baby watches the shorts. I watch the shorts. I, that's more than I'm willing to do because mm-hmm. they just make me mad. Yeah. And that's something for me to work on. But therapy. I'll watch them. So it's like anything that Marvel puts out, I'm going to watch for sure. And of I'm sure course. I'm going to enjoy it to a certain extent. World Finite, it will be interesting to see if it's something that I ever watch again. Because how, what's the runtime? Like, 40 minutes? No, an hour. Oh, Just an about hour. an hour. Okay, an hour. Or like, that's how long it is. It's probably like, yeah, like 45 minutes. Oh, because the last will be credits. Yeah. yeah. So it's just very interesting because also we didn't know like how long it was going to be. And now that feels like a little shorter than we were expecting. I thought it was going to be an hour and a half. Yeah. I thought it was going to be know. like a TV A TV film. movie. Like yeah. a decom. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's how I thought it was going oh, to be in terms God. of length and stuff. But anyways, like, I'm just curious to see, you know, what it's about. I love that. It has, like, all new people, and it'll be interesting to see, you know, if any of these people carry over into other projects. Yeah. Because I know I that they wonder. created it as a total standalone. Yeah. So that's cool. Very interesting. Yeah. Now, um, the last thing I wanted to ask you about is at that event, which obviously we weren't at, but we did hear quite a bit about, is we people saw a lot of footage from the Marvels. Yes. People are getting very excited about the Marvels. Yes. Honestly, same. Same. Yeah. No, I'm so That to excited. me is going to be the hit of the summer. I'm so excited. Oh, for sure. Just a bunch yeah. of gals, Just, ragtag fighting. Yeah. It'll getting be. Getting swapped. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I can't wait. It's, it's going to be, be really so cool. fun. It's really, really going to be cool. And I'm really excited to see what they do with Monica Rambo because mm-hmm. in the comics, I mean, Similar to how Carol has been portrayed in the MCU as, like, almost have She's, like, almost omnipotent. Like, she has, like, every power. Yeah. Maybe not, like, Wanda. That, I was reading an interview about this, too. Yeah. With Monica. With Monica. How they had to be, be very selective. Yeah. About I'll be interested to, in. to see, like, which powers they give yeah. her. Because, actually, like, Monica is even more powerful. Yeah. And can do even more stuff in the comics. So, it'll be so interesting to see, like, what powers they give her. I was reading about I know we've this. started to see it in WandaVision. And it's cool because, like, we didn't even really nail down, like, what they were in WandaVision. It's just, like, not 
bitch, at this all. Bitch is we didn't even know things. what. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we didn't yeah, even yeah. know what her. I mean, I guess we saw were. the bullets go through. Yeah, but but even that. Yeah, it was like, what is happening? It's like she becomes electricity, which is interesting yeah, because I was reading um, about a storyline from the comics that the director was saying we intentionally did not use this one, but in talking about her powers, we were like, do we include the, something like this? Which is where in the comics, at one point, she had been pure electricity. And then she interacted with the ocean and like and all her atoms got dispersed and it took her forever to and she never like got those powers back. She her powers changed after that. So I wonder if that's something we could see a take on down the line. Down the line. Yeah. yeah. I'd be really interested. It's gonna be exciting. Yeah, it's gonna be really cool. And do you think we're gonna meet some marvels we don't know? Like I do. Yeah. I do. There's a really like prominent male in the in the um storyline well obviously captain marvel was originally a male right. in the comics and then carol danvers came and also became captain well actually became, she i think was miss marvel at first yeah, yeah, and yeah. then became and then captain marvel the but there's a um character called blue marvel who i think mm. will be really interested uh interesting and i do think that they're gonna bring him into He'll movies. be in the Marvels. I do think so. Nice. I do think so. But I it, hope so. But it'll be interesting to see. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be a blast. We can't wait. Mm-hmm. Okay, my friend. Well, coming up, we have a beautiful chat with our CFO, her first time on the podcast. Oh, so exciting. Oh, uh, we love her. We sure do. She's definitely like everyone's favorite. She really is. Yeah. She's like our baby mm-hmm. and our best <laughs> friend on the team. Like we all love and her. And she's like she's the cool like the one. Mom she's like, like the young one. Oh, yeah. She's my best friend. She's my, she's best my friend mom. Mom. She's my dad. Yeah. She's like the best friend. <laughs> she's a land baroness, but we'll get to she's that. She's everything. She's everything to mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm. Um, so enjoy our chat with Anne. Hey, welcome Anne. Back in the growing garden, <laughs> we are continuing our exploration of our C-suite, and we're meeting our little baby, <laughs> our favorite, oh my God, universally the favorite person on the team, I'll Here be honest, is. we it's talk crazy. about it all the time. It's yeah. crazy. <laughs> our do. baby, Angela Driscoll, yeah. our CFO, the, first of all, brightest among us, <laughs> true. I don't Not feel, true. you know, I feel confident. <laughs> Thank God she handles the money. That's true. I Whew. Ange, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, guys. I feel like it's been such a long time coming. Yeah, we're so happy to have you. I'm so excited to be here. Yay! Long time listener, first time caller. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) yeah. I literally will like set up my phone and watch you guys like on the podcast. It feels truly surreal to be here. (laughs) And do you love the visual aspect of the medium? Okay, just 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 throwing it out there. Just a suggestion. You really get a lot more watching you guys interact. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, we feel the same way, Mm -hmm. and I feel like because I know you guys so well, like it's I feel like I'm there, like I'm laughing with you guys. Our goal is that you guys feel like you're just hanging out with us. I do, I truly do. Good, it works. It works. Yeah, yeah. And they've done this ad for the podcast. You guys did. I was just about to say, you guys did not tell me to say this. this, We actually refused to give any prep. I gave her no information. I did ask. She asked. Yeah, and that's just the kind of like meticulous smart gal she is. She's like, can I have the questions ahead of time? I was just gonna say that about no one else. Yeah, I was like, nobody else on our team would ask for something ahead of time. But Ange would say, can I get it ahead of time? She likes to be prepared. I do. I want to know what is going on before I have to put myself in the situation. And that's why we love you. Yeah. A true Scorpio queen. Mm -hmm. You guys Mm -hmm. very careful. Didn't let me do that this time. (laughs) No, we didn't. Took you out of here. Sometimes we have to have fun too. It is. Yeah. Now, and do you want to tell us, tell the people just a little bit of how you got on the team? How did you end up here in the seat today? How the middle seat. I got on the team? Well, 
Um, it's been interesting. I... <laughs> wow. Okay. Good feedback. Yep, it's good. Um, no, my... I'm today, too. <laughs> yeah, you're listening back from Ange. Continue. <laughs> no, so my boyfriend, Thomas, um, grew up with Kijana, and he introduced us a couple years ago when we moved back to Boston. Um, he had lived in Connecticut. I lived in Walpole at home at my mom's. Um, and we both moved to Hyde Park. We met Kijana, or he already knew and introduced me to Kijana. I'm his oldest friend. Yeah. Just they, to be clear. Like, he like, I've known him since he was two. He like lived in your house at one yeah. point. I mean, we like, all lived in each other's houses yeah. at different points. We've all lived. Period. <laughs> <laughs> Period. But he is. He's been my friend since I was very, very little. Yeah. Yeah, he has. And he loves you like a sister. <laughs> you guys act like brother you and do. sister. You act like brother and sister. Um, so yeah, he introduced us. And then Kijana was starting this process. She needed an accountant and I just happened to be an accountant in her life at the time. Yeah. And, and you had applied for a job at a cannabis I had, yeah. store or something like that. Yeah. I had applied at, I was leaving my last job and I wanted a new job and I was applying at cannabis places. I thought it would be like a cool way to incorporate what I like in my life, yeah. my regular mm-hmm. life with mm-hmm. what my work is. And it just worked out that we got to know each other and it did work out. It did work out. I will say that in my own personal life, and I don't need to go too deep into it, although we've talked about my credit before. On this podcast, I'm not great with managing money. It's not my forte. and It's it, not something that people are educated on. And it's a ridiculous thing that it's not in that the it's school not. systems already. Like, I agree. And as someone who does it on a day-to-day life, like I just don't understand how... There's so many adults that truly walk their lives and have no idea what's going on with money. Truly, truly. Oh And it's so weird because, like, for example, like, I grew up in a house where my mom is really good at managing money, but she did not teach me Mm -hmm. anything about money management. Interesting. And, like, I I, I don't know. I kind of always felt like she did that on purpose because money is such a controlling thing. Yeah. And it's something that people use to control other people. And I'm not even, like, we don't have to go deep into that today. A lot of people have a really fucked up relationship with money in general. But honestly, I have, like, a really unhealthy relationship with money. And especially when I was younger, I never felt like it was something that I really cared about. Mm -hmm. It wasn't until I was older that I realized how significant it was and, like, how much I needed to have it. Um, And so, like, yeah, and even as I've grown the business, like, I am still really, really, really learning about how to manage money. But it was really important to me to find someone that could manage the money, especially once it became clear that we were going to be, like, taking investments and Mm -hmm. things like that. I just felt like I didn't want to be judged on that, like, in terms of my track record, because I already know it's bad. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yeah, so I was like, enough. if there's yeah. one thing I need to find, it is someone to manage the money. Well, we talk about all the time, too, like so much of the business is realizing what you can do, mm-hmm. what you should mm-hmm. do, yeah. and who's the best person to do it. You know what I mean? And 100%. That is like huge kudos to you, like you were saying when mm-hmm. we were talking to Sarah, for building the team that you have because – we fill all the slots, but you know what I mean? Everybody has a role. Yeah, everybody has a role. And you also really give everyone grace. Like, I'm early in my accounting career to be in this role and to have this responsibility, but you've given me so much grace to be, because I'm like, I have no idea what I'm doing. And from the beginning, I was like, I have never opened a business, I've, especially cannabis. I have no idea what it entails, but I'll figure it out all along the way. And I'll use what I do know from my actual like career and accounting jobs that I've had Absolutely. to pull from that. 
but you've given so much grace in that that aspect. Well, like we said when we were just chatting with Sarah, none of us have ever done any of right. this before. Mm-hmm. We're all just learning as we go along, and that's what I love about this team so much because we're all learning together, but we're all dedicated. Yes, totally. we want to learn. We want to do this the best way that we possibly can, and we're willing to put in the time and the effort to learn yes. the new, newer, better you know ways of doing things and ways of being. Truly, totally. totally. nobody wants this to be successful as much as we do. No, and definitely yeah. not. We are trying. Our damn artists. Yeah, we definitely are. We definitely are. Yeah, big time. That's awesome, and I'm so glad that you're a part of the team. I remember when Thomas had come to me and said, "You know, my girlfriend actually had been applying for jobs in his business. You know, she's an accountant." And I was like, "Oh, the the stars are aligning right now." Yeah, because I need this. And I think for me, you know, as someone, we, we were talking a little bit about this with Sarah as well, and like working with your friends. You know, I have not necessarily had the best record working with my friends. I have some former friends who I used to work with and now I don't. Hope you're listening though because every listen counts. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you. And thank you. For staying along with the journey. Um no, but I think that with with me in particular and the way that I've chosen people on this team, you know, I've known Ryan and Sarah well over 10 years. And there's a loyalty and a respect that we all have for each other that is very it's unsaid. But with you coming on the team, like, first of all, your connection with Thomas, it really is big because Thomas is like a brother to me and one of the only brothers that I actually like. If anybody knows, I actually don't like my real brothers, Um, but I love Thomas and we have grown up together. We have gone through a lot and he knows me in a really um, deep way. He would just know who would work well with me and Mm -hmm. who would be able to handle me. And I think that's a big thing because a lot of people who come onto the team it's like we're friends, and and what I've realized is that's one version of me. Oh yeah. And then there's the version of me that is running this business and, and is everybody's boss. And it doesn't always you just because you can be friends with me does not mean that you can work with mm-hmm. me in this business. I think there's something among all of us. We're all really easy to be friends with, but it's not the same for working together. For working like we together. happen to fit together in a beautiful working style, but there's plenty of people where like we're too out of the box for them mm-hmm. or we're doing things that other people aren't doing and that makes them uncomfortable. Or having or this, conversations. Or having conversations. natural yeah. conversations yeah. in our day-to-day that yeah. people, other people would be like, whoa. Yes, whoa, like, 100%. Whoa. Yeah. It takes a specific type of person to like want to embody the energy of this team. I think that all of us are super friendly and like can be friends with everyone, but also are super selective in yeah. the friends that we do have. So the fact that we've all kind of picked each other and found this relationship is really totally. special. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Because we do. We all work together and we're all friends and we hang together. Yeah. Our training. Yeah. Our training yeah. together. Our yoga yeah. teacher training. Everything that everything. we've done has just been like so fun, yeah. but also so edu- like I've learned so much being friends with you guys and yeah. hanging out with you guys. It's crazy. For sure. So For sure. True. Yeah. It's been, a, it's been a really, really great time and it's something that, you know, it makes planning for the future that much more fun totally. and easy and just exciting because- we get to look at our future as things that we all get to do together. Mm-hmm. And I think that really just like excites all of us yes. in a different way. Agreed. Now, and what is something that you would say, like, especially because you probably out of everybody on the team have the most experience, believe it or not, working in like corporate settings. Mm-hmm. What is something that you would say is different about our team and the way that we do things compared to kind of like what you've been and done in the world? Well, just the friendship aspect of it alone. Like I do still have a corporate job in my team in that aspect. I mean, they're nice people and they're great people, but like 
I would never sit and smoke a joint with them mm-hmm. or hang out with them mm-hmm. or anything. And I think just having like such an open relationship with you guys where we can, I can say, oh shit, like I, I fucked this up or I need help or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Like you guys are always there to be like, okay, great. Let's, we'll figure it out. It's fine. Mm-hmm. But whereas in a corporate setting, it's a lot more rigid and mean not not, yeah. not purposefully mean but like colder. Yeah, yeah it's just yeah. cold it's just colder and, yeah and this is unlike anything I've ever done cool yeah I think definitely one thing about being like a team of owners is that there is so much shared responsibility mm-hmm. and there's never a moment where anybody's like oh you didn't do this you fucked this up it's like if if one person fucks up we all kind of fucked up yeah and it, when one of us wins we all kind of win because that's just the nature of the way that we really work together and the way totally. that we do things together yeah 100 percent. and like the startup of it all like we have to act as one and we do like yeah. as the c-suite we act as one so when something goes awry it's all of us fixing it and when something goes great we all put a part we in all it you know great, I mean? yeah for sure for and that's sure. important and you really have and that also has been a sticking point for people that we've lost along the way like, absolutely you have to be committed to the dream yeah mm-hmm. and and we stand united yeah yeah i think that's the one thing that really like i've seen seriously like in real time happen where even if there's something that we don't necessarily all agree on outright we will stand united in it as a team mm-hmm. and then we will have the conversations that need to be had so that we can be truly from you know start to finish uni- a united front Absolutely. but we generally stand together in what we do and we we are very like-minded individuals yeah, yeah. that's what i was going to say we too. all have kind of the same goals the same morals the same just like everything like at our core we're we're, we're trying yeah. to do the same thing yeah. we all yeah. want the same thing yeah. especially for this business yeah. for sure for sure now, is there anything that has like really surprised you about working in the cannabis industry? The disorganization of it all. Yeah. And it's it's truly upsetting. Speak on it, Anne. Yeah, it's she's truly a numbers girl. Upsetting. Yeah. She knows like, the most. I've done I've been doing so much research trying to figure out just like what the steps are. What do we need to do yeah. to get there? They and as we've learned, <laughs> they don't want to tell us there's yeah. no straightforward path here. And that's the most frustrating part where it's like we're trying to do everything by the book. We're trying to do everything good. And they're making it so difficult. Yeah. And it's so frustrating. Yeah. It's crazy. And much. it's everything. Like, even in the laws, you're reading and reading and reading. And it's like, this is just not, this is bullshit. Yeah. This is just words that don't, it, like, don't mean anything. It doesn't even make sense. And people are just making it up as they go along. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's upsetting. <laughs> It definitely is upsetting and it's definitely very real. It's a, it's a big part of just the, where the industry is at right now, you know, and it's hard to tell because like we've been really in this process in Massachusetts. So it's hard to know if like we're just in the Massachusetts bubble or mm. if this is kind of like a mm-hmm. nationwide situation and we'll figure it out yeah. as we, as Soon we grow enough. and we, and we go on. Um, but it is, but it has been really interesting. I think it's so interesting for Angie's position specifically because out of all the positions in our C-suite, yours is the one that I think is the most um, consistent across the board, mm-hmm. industry to industry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yet, you know, we, we're working in this really, like, dynamic industry that's also kind of, like, coming up as, you know, we're, we're part of the building of it. Yeah. And so it's just so, it's it's so great to have Ange because she really does know, like, you're a CPA. I mean, you, you have a lot of education in your field and a lot of accolades in your field. But it is so interesting when we come up on these points where you're too like, well, I just really don't know. Yeah. You know, yeah. like I actually don't know what to do or how to proceed because this is so different 
from anything. Like even just the the 280E tax mm-hmm. and it's things just like that. It's completely different than anything else. It's something you don't learn about. It's something that until you're in a cannabis company, you have no idea that it even like is such a big deal. And yeah. it's it's different than any other tax that I've seen or any other law that I've seen. And I'm not even a tax person, um, but it's just crazy. Yeah. And I've we've contracted or consulted other companies to try and help us on that. Um, but it, it's interesting how it'll go moving forward because it's even then like, okay, it's the tax right now, but in a couple of years, if it becomes federally legal, then that's not the it's tax. Gone. And like, then Massachusetts has specifically gone. done something to alleviate ha- it. Yeah, it's yeah. so weird. Yeah. It's so complicated. So it, it is super complicated. It is really interesting, though. Um, and I, like I said before, I mean, it's just, it's really, really nice again, as a business owner, as CEO, when you have a team of people that you can just kind of put in your trust to those people and say like, this is what we're going to need to figure out. I I feel like, especially with Ange, more than anybody on the team, I kind of say to Ange, okay, Ange, we need to figure this out. And you're like, okay. And you just kind of do it and you get it figured out and you come back and it's like, here's what I have for you. And you know, that is... Sometimes it takes me a while. Sometimes there's there's a lot on the back end, me trying to just figure it out because it's it's a lot of just figuring it out. I would say like the majority of the work that you've done in the last two years has really been like research. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. really been a lot of research yeah. and just making sure that we're set up in the right spot when we do finally open so that we're in exactly where we need to be. The company set up how it needs to be the, you know, general everything. ledger yeah, reporting, exactly. not like All the nitty gritty of it. Yeah. yeah. And I've never been, been a bookkeeper. Yeah. Like I've never done that. And I, I worked in audit and I, you know, even in corporate, like it's not the same. It's not day to day bookkeeping of a company. So it's it's interesting to mm-hmm. have the full full spectrum. Yeah, yeah, Absolutely. for sure. It is really interesting, and I'm really grateful that you're here and that um, you're. We're so oh happy my God. to have you. I'm grateful to we be here. You. I'm obsessed. Yeah. I'm obsessed. We it's do. crazy. We love you. Uh, no. Before we let you go for today, because as we said with Sarah, Angela's going to be back. She's going to come up with segments. We're going to have her on all the time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Some forecasting, some financial forecasting. She's going to teach us some financial literacy. She's going to tell, you know, how to do what we need to do. Make up for the ridiculous education system. Mm -hmm. Now, as you know, we do Root to Rise. So we'd love to hear a Root to Rise from you. So tell us. It's a mantra. It's an idea. It's something from the garden. It's anything that the people need to hear. So something that's been really big for me, I think, in the last few weeks is just bringing things back to foundational education just Mm. in cannabis in my own life, just like financial literacy, just foundations Mm -hmm. are so big to set everything up for what it's going to be, especially in this company, bringing things down to the foundation, making sure we're set up correctly for the future. And it's not just this company in my own life, just Mm -hmm. making like going back to those foundational goals, roots, Mm -hmm. everything that you were taught when you were a kid and making sure that that's solid Mm -hmm. in who you are before you go and express anything to other people or do anything big like that. Um, That's just been what I've been focusing on in yoga too. Foundational movements, like focusing on getting the good stuff down and like being good before going and doing something crazy and building anything else. Yeah. I love that. that Yeah. And that's you on this team too. You're our rock. You're our foundation. Big time. Big time. You're the only one of us like truly on earth. Um, <laughs> like mentally, spiritually, mostly emotionally, you are on earth. <laughs> you know, I try. And I thank God. <laughs> one, one, time, of us has to be. one of us has to be. One time in college, <laughs> I was really drunk and I was texting someone, and they were like, What are you on right now? And I was like, 
this is earth. <laughs> <laughs> and my friends always say that to me. They're oh my like, God. And this is earth. <laughs> and that Love is your that role. Yeah. Your role is to tell us just bring hey, it right back heads down. up. We're on Earth. Okay. <laughs> so check it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure what you think is yeah. going on, but this is the planet Earth. So that's what we're doing. Yeah, that's what we're doing. <laughs> okay. I love it, bro. Uh, and thank you so much for joining <laughs> thank us. You guys we'll for hear from you again yeah. soon. I'm so, so excited. excited. We'll we'll do yeah. it. Oh, I love you guys. <laughs> and you're so hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> you need help. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew, kill me. Okay, thanks for chatting with us, Andrew. We are back. Um, that was a great route to rise. Yeah. <laughs> wow. And I think we should do a little route to rise as well. <laughs> Shall we close out? You'll have to go because I just forgot what. <laughs> I absolutely will. Okay, so my route to rise this week is... Oh my God, I forgot what <laughs> That's what you get. That's what I get. 100% for dumb <laughs> Okay, antics. I'll give my root to rise. Okay. So, <laughs> my root to rise for this week is simply to just calm down. Oh. I'm just, I know that sometimes we don't like to hear it. It's very triggering for some of us. You tell for me to calm down in a particular triggering. moment. Ooh. But for me this week, I just want to calm down. You know, when I feel like I'm rising. Mm-hmm. I'm calling myself back to just like chill out. What's going on? Why are you getting upset right now? Yeah. You know, having those conversations with myself in the moment because otherwise I will get upset. And what happens is that it escalates to a point where I actually don't even know what originally made me upset. And I have to work that much mm. harder to uncover what it is. So I'm really just trying to notice, like, as soon as I get upset in a moment, whether it's anxiety or whatever it is that just, like, gets me, like, a little bit riled up, I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. first of all, calm down. Yeah. Second of all, what happened? What's actually going on? You're reacting to. So that's kind of what I'm working on this week. That's my mantra, my root to rise. I love that. Calm down. Calm down. Actually, mine's along the same lines because mine was going to be and is. Um, Sometimes you just need to drag yourself. You know, Mm -hmm. sometimes you really need to be dragged. And for example, I've been getting dragged just repeatedly, like over the past couple of weeks. And like, especially this week at group therapy, I was taken to the coals. And that's totally great. That's totally fine. And what I've started to unpack unpack as I let go of just being like, how fucking dare you speak about me, Mm -hmm. um, is like, there is some truth Mm -hmm. to all dragging, Mm -hmm. 100%. Mm -hmm. So, you know, sometimes it's important to look inward and say, what are we doing wrong? You know, we can't always just say we're doing the best we can because it's not true. Yeah. You know, that's important. So sometimes if you're not doing your best, work on it. Yeah. It's all you can do. All you can do. What a great week to Yeah, exactly. Astrologically do it. Check it out. Yeah. See See what's being presented to you. Love it. Love it. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you so much. Thanks, Ange, again for being part of our show. Oh, my God. You cracked us up. You were hilarious. And um, she'll be back. And we love you guys. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye.